Hey, this is Kyle Gatlin. I am here with the pastor at First United Methodist Church, David Saliba. David, welcome to Covenant's podcast. Thank you, Kyle. It's great to be here. And this is the first time you've been on this podcast. That's right, All the right? first time. But it's not the first time you've been that at Covenant United Methodist Church. Is that <laughs> no, correct? Not at all. <laughs> so so how how long were, were you a part of this church? Sure. Well, uh, when I was in utero, <laughs> when I was in my mommy's tummy, I was attending this church when it was still meeting at Wesley Manor. So I've been a part of this church literally my whole life. You graduated in what year? I graduated high school in 1999, and I believe that um, Hayes came when I was in tenth grade. Actually, came the year before. You were it came in '98. Oh, okay. He came, All right. came in '98. I got gotcha. you. So yeah. I, I could not remember the exact year. I said, "Wait a second, David graduated about the time that I, I came in '99." Right. About the time you came, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then you went straight to Birmingham Southern College, and from Birmingham Southern, I went to uh, seminary at Emory University, and uh, both. You and Hayes were very helpful to me uh, during my seminary process. I believe that the conference assigned you to be my mentor when I was starting the commissioning. And that that was, you know, a little bit here and there, but you had a lot more people that oh, up, up at Emory and then, uh, of course, some early churches that you served, too. You had, you had a lot of people that were— um, that were influencing, but also just encouraging you along mm-hmm. the way. So I want to go back before that. Let's go back to, to you know, ninety nine or before. And what was the what was the impact that uh, that Covenant had that that when looking back, it led you to head down the the route of ministry. Sure. One of the first memories I really have in life is. Um, uh, a memory of the Jesus stained glass window that was in our sanctuary when really the sanctuary was the only building on this campus. And um, I remember very well holding my parents' hands and the hands of the people of covenant that made up my family and uh, singing, the time has come, O Lord, for us to leave this place, guide us and protect us and lead us in thy grace. And uh, I, I remember feeling like when I left covenant, somehow God and God's grace and the and the body of Christ went with me wherever I went. And uh, and it was it was a wonderful experience because everything happened in that one room. So even as a kid, sometimes we would be told, okay, after church, we're going to move our chairs to the side and put up tables and have a fellowship lunch. And we just had to do it all right there. And everybody had to be the church. It was the only way the church could operate. So m- my whole life, I've only known being in a church that also meant you had to serve to make church happen. You you had to be the hands and feet of Christ because th- there was really just the, the pastor, maybe a music minister, eventually a, a church secretary. And uh, and then later as we grew, we got to have associates who were very uh, instrumental in my life. But the, the Sunday school teachers and the nursery workers and the vacation Bible school volunteers and um, those who surrounded me in uh, my, my youth ministers and, and the counselors in the youth group r- really all shaped everything I know about what it means to be a church because it sounds like that your family was one that 
when the doors were open, they were here. All literally. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I've always said, uh, be careful because if you do take your commitment to the church seriously, you might end up with a kid going into the ministry. (laughs) Uh, that, that's certainly what happened. In fact, with my mom and dad had three kids, I have two sisters and, uh, two of us are serving United Methodist churches. I'm, I'm here of course at Dothan and, uh, my sister Laura is working in the finance department at Trinity and Homewood. And actually, your sister Rachel was also a part-time staff member was? at at that church, mm-hmm. maybe another one or two. Uh-huh, at, she and, has, yeah. and she uh, continues to use her voice to serve and worship at different places where she's lived. And we're so glad that Fred is not singing. Yes, that's right. right. Or so David. <laughs> the men so of the, the Saliba family okay. don't need to be singing. <laughs> All right. So, so – when I when I'm hearing your story, uh, I had a uh, the best friend and my best friend, my best friend, best man, the best friend of my wedding. His name is Carl. Uh, he he founded a church and went for 20 years down in or- Orlando. But but when when he's talking about his uh, story of of coming to know Christ, he said, "I don't remember a time when I didn't mm-hmm. didn't follow Christ." You sort of seem to sounds mm-hmm. like that's where you 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 don't sure. remember a date and time like a lot of people have, no, right? No, I don't. I don't. I, the, the way that I came to faith was um, slow and sure, and, um, and, and really uh, most of it was defined by experiences here on this campus. I do remember a particular youth week. We used to have a, a, a week each summer, and it may still be happening here, where the uh, youth would spend time in the mornings doing mission projects, and in the um, afternoons we would have fun activities, and then at evenings we would have worship. And uh, Scott Shumpert was the youth director at the time, and I believe uh, Mike and Mandy Smith, who are serving in different ministries of the church now as volunteers, uh, were some of uh, the youth counselors at at uh, this particular time. I know for sure um, the Slavens uh, were real involved, the Barnes were real involved in making sure the youth ministry happened. We we were having a uh, a youth week, and the speaker that year was brought in by Scott from. Um, somewhere in another church, and I felt like he was explaining my life when he started talking about how the church has always been here for you, the church has been your life, the church has been your family. That means God has always been here for you. God has always been defining your life and wanting to be truly your Father in heaven, and something just clicked, and all the acts of grace, all the prayers, all the Sunday school teachers who brought me pop rocks to memorize scripture, or uh, Luke Landers who taught me confirmation, or whoever it may have been that that poured themselves into my life, they all of it suddenly made sense that that was God's work. Um, and, and and each experience I had here at Covenant was just another way of God nudging me and winking me towards salvation in Christ. And and that that sort of uh, experience, uh, I'm assuming you've just taken with you no matter what churches you serve, because you served a church while I believe while you were in seminary as well. I did. You know, I, I, I was a youth director at uh, Dunwoody United Methodist when I was at Emory. Uh, then I've served First Methodist in Montgomery and First Methodist Greenville and Perdido Bay United Methodist and now uh, First Methodist here in Dothan. And everywhere I have been, I have tried to help lead the ministry or shape the ministry of the people 
to even if it's a large church, and I've I've served small churches, medium sized churches, large churches, wherever I am, I, I've tried to remember what it was like to be a young kid in a place where everyone truly cared for one another. Covenant was a church where if you had a grief, they grieved with you. If you had a joy, they rejoiced with you. And the membership took on that responsibility. And it truly was uh, God working through the laity. And and that's that's still vitally important. Of course, both of us are serving larger membership churches, right. and it makes what you know I define pastoral care a little bit more challenging. Mm. But it really falls back to mm-hmm. the more people in the church that care for each other, mm-hmm. they do a better job than you and me. Oh yeah. <laughs> when my mom was diagnosed with cancer, uh, I was fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. It, it was a, a several year process. This church uh, cooked our meals, took us to and from school, uh, made sure we were cared for. Um, that wasn't uh, the pastors, you know. That was, I mean, they they inspired that good work, but it was the people uh, that that made that happen. And that's what it takes uh, to be a church. And I think the, that followed up not so long after that was when Kyle Shumpert had leukemia mm-hmm. and and the church surrounded that whole family mm-hmm. during that process, too. Mm-hmm. Almost back-to-back. With, it was. With mom, right? mm-hmm. yeah, and then yeah. I saw my parents um, sacrifice family vacations, work, whatever it might be, to um, pour into uh, the youth group. And they set a great example for me of um, continuing that tradition of, of just – being the church, taking care of the church, making sure the ministry of the church happens. I've always said um, in my ministry, you, you can get as much from the church as as you want. You know, the the more love you want to experience from the church, the more love you should share with the church. The more uh, hope you want to experience from the church, the more hope you should offer in the church. It's the same with with any uh, gift of the spirit. The more we pour ourselves into that gift and practicing that gift, the more it just shows up in our lives. Yeah, and and, and I, again, David, I just appreciate you sharing a little bit. I sort of uh, Shanghai you. No, <laughs> to, that's fine. When you drop by the church to 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 do a quick recording, so I don't. We're not going to spend a whole lot more time on this. This is just a really short podcast uh, for for this week. But but I do want to 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 talk about just just real quickly the relationship that you and I have. And mm-hmm. the relationships going forward with our churches, sure, all right, because uh, most of our church knows that May seventh, uh, unless something miraculous happens, or, or for lack of a better word, yeah, you know, May seventh, uh, we'll be part of the churches that will be leaving United Methodist Church sure. and will become a Global Methodist Church on May eighth. But you and I have had a couple conversations. That doesn't change anything about our relationship. Absolutely not. No, I, I've known known you since '99. Since I came in '99, mm-hmm. of course, you graduated, went right off to Birmingham Southern. So, mm-hmm. uh, so you got out. When Kyle's here, I'm leaving. So, um. <laughs> no, I think that um, I, I would guess. I mean, I, I'm new to First United Methodist Church here in Dothan. It's a wonderful church, beautiful people, incredible spirit. I've I've been so blessed by the ministry there. Um, but it's it's always been a, a, li- a little bit different and covenant's always been a little bit different than first and um and I 
I think that that is how God makes us. You know, we, he, he, God has created a diversity of people. And my goodness gracious, if you look around Dothan, Alabama, you will see some fantastic churches. I mean, of all stripes and of all shapes and sizes and ministries. And it takes everybody finding the church that resonates with them and their spirit. But if we can do anything to unite the churches in our community for the greater good of Christ's kingdom, I'm going to be a part of that movement. You know, I, I think the more we can live into the promise of Pentecost, which is all the Christians may have come from different homes where uh, they they were going to go back and worship, but they they came together at certain times for an experience of the Great Spirit's movement. I, I hope we can continue to do that together. Yeah, and 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 we we are we're not talking about it right now, but we are going to be doing something together in, yes. coming up in June, and people will hear about that. This is the tease for it. Oh, okay. Right, so we All can't right. talk, not going to talk about it yet till, till <laughs> we just got to tease people to be on the lookout for it. It's coming June 4th, uh, and it will be at First United Methodist Church. And so y'all be on the lookout for that. Uh, but that's 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 a one thing, but it's not going to be a one-off thing. We, we right. hope that uh, um, because of, of our great relationship, there's there's opportunities for things to come in the future, um, hopefully even bigger community things that, that we can do because, as you pointed out, that a lot of great pastors, a lot of great churches, uh, and and there's a reason. I don't know how many denominations there are nowadays. There's mm-hmm. probably 20,000. I don't know how many. There used, be t- used to be 10,000 with a book I bought that 10,000 <laughs> denominations years ago. So I'm sure there's even more now. Um, so we can't... I, in my opinion, we can't pigeonhole God into one particular denomin- right. denomination, but the the thing that 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 we share is our common heritage uh, in in John Wesley, um, and we also care, share the common heritage at this church. Absolutely, as, this church well. is is in is embedded into both of our hearts and. Uh, Covenant Church will always be a very special and meaningful um, uh, place and and congregation and church uh, to me. And even more, I think, than just my church or, or that I'm attending, the church you're attending, the fact that the churches of Dothan, Alabama, love the community for Jesus Christ, and that you, Kyle, have always had a spirit for wanting to bring the love of God more fully into the community. I certainly hope uh, to continue to to help our church move more fully into the community. It's it's the heart of Christ for the people of Dothan that um, will continue to unite us to do great things. Yeah, and as an aside, uh, this has been a great place to raise my family, and I know it's uh, been a joy for your family oh, to get yeah. back and all be together, and uh, and and you've already experienced some of the benefits of being here with your kids involved mm-hmm. in a number of things, and so um, that will be also a wonderful thing for you to enjoy in the days to come, and I hope many many years to come as well. David, thanks again for sharing with us. God bless you you and your congregation and, of course, your wonderful family. Thank you very much. Pleasure to be here.